Right. Good afternoon, guys. I'm back, and I am recording a little bit earlier today, although I'm not going to post this till tonight, but it's just easier because I'm home alone and the house is quiet. Also, like, I have been feeling so sick, guys. This has been, like, the worst week so far, like, extremely sick. I had to leave work early today because I was not feeling good at all. So I had to leave work early, and I had to go see a doctor, and it was just a mess. So now I'm home, and I've just been relaxing and trying to get all the rest I can get and thought, why not record my podcast a little earlier? So I thought today's podcast or tonight's podcast would be about how to approach someone with a mental illness. I feel like a lot of times people don't know how to approach people with mental illness. They just don't. They don't know how to deal with it. They don't know things to say. They don't know how to act. They don't know, you know, how to start the conversation. They just have no idea on what to do when they get around people with mental illness. And I think that makes it harder for us to interact with people because they don't know what they can say or what they can do to us. You know, and I think that's why a lot of times I'm always educating my boyfriend, educating my family, educating my friends on mental illness so that when they come talk to me about it, they are more educated and they understand how to talk to me so that it doesn't turn into a conversation of they feel lost or I feel like I'm being attacked. So I think the first thing people should do, if you do have mental illness, I always say you should kind of be the one to break the ice because it's your situation and you. I'd rather you tell your story than somebody else tell it for you. I think that that's the best thing that you can do is have somebody have you tell your story versus somebody else telling because they're probably nine times out of ten going to tell your story wrong so i think the best thing for you to do is sit someone down like i said it's a loved one friend whomever and just say hey let them know hey you know i do have a mental illness hey i have anxiety i have depression uh, i was diagnosed a year or two ago or whatever and you can say if you want to ask some questions about it you're welcome to let's talk about it. let's sit down and have the conversation just approach it in that kind of way i think it's always just important to approach things in that kind of light in that kind of conversation so that way everyone gets an understanding for it and if you have someone in your family that has mental illness just approach them in the best way that you know how you know sit that person down say hey can i talk to you for a minute about something and, and they say yes go hey i, I noticed you've been exhibiting some weird behaviors lately i'm 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 not trying to upset you i just want to support you so what's been going on um and the person may can come out and say hey i have a mental illness i have this problem the person may say I, I don't know what you're talking about i don't have nothing going on maybe that's just you and if they do that they might get defensive so you need to kind of back down at that point don't keep pushing the issue if they don't want to talk about it just say okay that's fine we don't have to talk about about this today or okay um you don't notice that well you know i've been noticing i was just a little concerned but um if you don't want to talk about it then we don't have to you have to learn how to approach that person and also i think therapy is a great way to do that you and whomever you have the issues with whoever wants to learn more about take your your child or your spouse or your family member to therapy and i think that that's the best thing you can do take them to therapy and that's the best thing you know, if you can't really sit down and have a, a real conversation with them. Because a lot of times you can have a real conversation with people. It just doesn't always happen that way. So I think that it's all about the approach 
It's all about that person is willing to talk about it. If they're willing to talk about it, that's great. But if they're not, then that's where you kind of be, get thrown off a little bit because you're like, okay, I'm trying to talk about this. This person is obviously not trying to talk about it. So then you get kind of thrown off a little bit. And you don't really know which direction to go in because you don't want to say anything to offend the person. But the same token, you're just trying to understand that person just a little bit better. And and sometimes it does happen like that. It really, really does, guys. But I think that we have to keep the conversation going no matter how awkward it gets. We have to keep talking about it so that there can be a better understanding. You know, a lot of times I think... For me, I don't, I, a lot of times if I'm just meeting somebody, I'm not going to be open to just talk about mental illness because I don't know that person for one. And two, I'm like, I don't know their motives or what they're going to think of me. But if it's somebody who I've known for like forever, I can sit down and talk about it like it's nothing because I've known that person. I know they're not going to judge me. But it's talking to strangers and people I don't know about it that bugs me because it's always that what are they going to think, you know, and, and, and what are people going to say? You know, so that's when it comes to me having to put that facade on and wear that fake smile because I don't want people thinking, oh, something's wrong with her. What's wrong with her? You know, but I think it's all about how you approach things, you know, how you approach people. Sometimes people with mental illness, they can do harm to you. You have people that are bipolar, schizophrenic, schizophrenic, and you don't know what they may do. So you do have to be cautious of that when you have people around you who, you know, may harm you. You have to be careful of that. Don't just run up on somebody who has a mental illness and think that they're going to give you a conversation. They're going to be rational when they're in a bad state of mind. You can't do that. You have. That's why I say it's so important to do your research. So when it comes to things like that, guys, you know, we know what to do. We know how to act on it because you don't want to like, like I was telling you about my brother's, um, excuse me, my boyfriend's brother. I was saying how his brother had schizophrenia and he was kind of, the kids in the house were scared of him and they felt like they didn't know what he was going to do, but they didn't want to approach him because they knew, okay, if we approach him, he's in this mode of defense mode, he might hurt us. So you do have to think about stuff like that when you're just ready to run up on somebody because I'm telling you, I've seen, like I told you about that guy in my class that had bipolar, certain days if you pissed him off he was gonna snap on you he had no filter no nothing it was like in him just to snap and so you had to watch how you approached him because if you approached him in a calm way he was good but if you approached him in like a aggressive way he was gonna come back on you 10 times harder so you definitely have to be careful and let's stop joking about mental illness there's been times where i've seen people joke about it and go well she's probably bipolar you don't joke about that because at the end of the day People really do deal with these illnesses. And I don't think it's funny that when you have family members or friends, I've seen people in conversation with people, you're joking around, they're like, well, Casey's always doing this and doing that. And and let's say Casey's mom goes, well, I think she's bipolar. And Casey's sister goes, I agree. You should not do that. Don't ever do that. Because whoever is around that conversation, if they hear you, just in general, even if no one can hear you, you're just talking one-on-one with somebody, don't joke about that. Because there is somebody out there who probably is dealing with bipolar. And I was actually at my dentist one time my mom was telling me a story that she went there my mom was good friends with my dentist's wife they used to work together so and the dentist's wife my mom's friend was telling my mom one day that she thought her daughter was bipolar but she was joking about it well it happened to be that a man in the waiting area was actually bipolar and he spoke up and said hey i'm actually bipolar this is why you have to be careful how you when you tread lightly with starting these conversations you just can't say things out loud like that because there are certain people that really deal with these things it's not a joke this is real life this is seriousness mental health is something serious mental illness is something serious that we have to take serious and you have to learn how to approach people in the correct manner or the correct way. 
You know, and starting that conversation is not always going to be easy. It's just not because not everybody wants to deal with it. Some people don't think anything's wrong with them. Other people just don't don't care enough to even want to sit down and have the conversation. And sometimes you, as a person who has mental illness, you want to have the conversation with your friends or family. But a lot of times they don't want to have it with you. They're like, I don't want to talk about that. And that's the sad part because that's when you go, you think you don't have a support system because the person is not willing to sit down and have the conversation. Then other times it's they want to have it with us, but we don't want to have it with them because we feel like why the hell are we talking about this you go into defense mode you don't want to talk about it you don't want to cross boundaries which is why i said again it needs to be talked about in the school system more often because i feel like if they had more seminars and things like that or you go down to the auditorium and you have group talks and bring people in there who have mental illness to talk to the young kids i think that that would really help them a lot because when they're approached with somebody in the school that has a mental illness they would know how to handle it a little better they'd be more equipped equipped to deal with it better i just feel like there needs to be more talk about it because a lot of times like i said no one knows how to approach each other i feel like now in today's society people don't know how to talk to each other they don't know how to approach each other with conversation they don't know how to just be around each other and be civil so it makes it even harder to have a discussion with somebody to have a conversation with somebody because you don't know how people are going to interact and people are so funny and so it's really hard even on the on social media you can approach people, it's probably people that talk about mental illness, but it's how you approach them. I see some people that will blatantly go on Twitter and they'll talk about their their mental illness with the world. And they don't care, not just celebrities, but just regular everyday people. And then people in their comments will attack them and, and say mean things to them. And it's like, this person probably took them, they had to be so brave to even get on social media and tell all their thousands of followers or whoever follows them that they have mental illness and they have anxiety, depression or whatever. And you beating that person down and basically telling them, making fun of them for something that they probably was scared to tell the world, but they told the world and then you make them feel bad for it. That makes them not want to have a conversation about it. So we have to stop doing that. We have to learn to be more supportive. We have to learn to uplift people and make so that they want to talk about it. You know, and a lot of times, like I said, when people are, are bullying us and people are attacking us for our mental illness and they're just being disrespectful, that person does not like themselves. That person probably has issues of their own. They may be dealing with anxiety or depression themselves, but they don't want to talk about it. So instead of talking about it, they portray it on to somebody else. And I think it's just really, really important that we learn that's not how you deal with this type of situation. This is a serious situation. It's a serious topic. Mental illness and mental health are very serious issues and things that need to be talking about. And the stigma needs to be broken. But in order to do that, we have to be rational with each other. We can't be arguing, going back and forth, just acting all kinds of crazy. We have to be able to come together as one and talk about these things. We can't just pretend like it doesn't exist. Because I think sometimes in some families... Or some friends, they pretend like your mental illness doesn't exist. They pretend like you're normal. They look at you and go, well, Sally Joe over there, she's perfectly normal. There's nothing wrong with her. She may have a few outbursts here and there or might do this here and there, but she's fine. She's fine because they're in denial. It's kind of like a drug addict. Let's say they're heavily into cocaine. They're doing it every day. Their parents see them doing it every day, but then their parents ask, oh, my daughter doesn't have a problem. She just does it here and there for fun. Nothing serious. No problem. I've seen this so many times on the show Intervention on A&E. Check it out if you haven't. Where so many parents know their child has a drug problem, then they get into an intervention room. The interventionist is trying to talk to them, and they look at interventions like they're crazy, and they go, my child doesn't have a problem. There's nothing wrong with Sally Ann. And I'm like, hello, where have you been? I've been watching this whole episode. Sally Ann is an addict. You just don't see it because you that's the enabler that doesn't see it in the first place 
So when it comes to mental illness, and a lot of times the family members don't see that, it's because they're basically trying to enable you. They basically don't want there to be a problem. In their mind, they don't want to deal with it, so they block it out and they say, oh, she doesn't have a problem. But that's where we have to stop doing that. If you see your child or friend or anybody dealing with things that out of the ordinary and you see something is wrong and you've done your research and you think it's mental illness issue, you need to say something. Sit them down in the nicest way and say something. Don't block it out and just pretend like it's not happening because I guarantee you people around you are noticing it and they might be coming to you and saying, look, um, Annie, your daughter has an issue and you might be thinking, no, she doesn't, but you live with Annie. You know she has an issue, but in your mind, you've blocked it out. But the more we block it out, the more it doesn't get talked about and the more that stigma continues to stay there and we can't do that. We have to be able to have the conversation. We have to be able to approach our friends and family members and just sit down and talk about it. But, you know, like I always say, the change starts within us. The more us, you know, the more we talk about it, the more it'll become more popular to the point people everywhere are going to talk about mental illness. They're going to want to talk about it. They're going to want to have that conversation. And I'm not saying go run down the street and scream that you have mental illness or you have a problem to people on the streets. But I'm saying just talk about it you know just have a conversation with family and friends about it let them know it's okay if they want to ask questions about it let them know and don't be embarrassed a lot of people are embarrassed to admit they have a mental illness or embarrassed to tell the world because I was one of those people for a very long time I did not want anyone to know and you would think now now I'm just like I don't even care I'll tell anybody who wants to have a conversation about it I'm not embarrassed about it and in fact I tell people and I talk about it every day so heavily because I want to help others every day when I do this podcast I leave here thinking, please let me have saved somebody's life today. Please let me have got reached, reached one person today and helped them in hopes of helping somebody. That's my goal with this podcast, to help anyone out there, whether it's me telling my story or me giving you advice or whatever. You know, it's all coming from a place of love because I don't want to see anyone out here hurting themselves or, or feeling like they don't have anyone to talk to. And some people are like that. They have no one they can go to about it. So it's so important that we talk about it. It's so important for me to do this every day. I do this from the bottom of my heart. This means so much to me to advocate and to want to help people with mental illness. It really does, guys. This has been a blessing for me for 2019 just to start this podcast. It's been a blessing for me to have my blog site, which I started, I think, It'll be a year in July, and I, I, I'm in love with doing all of it. If it means I can save a life or help somebody out there, I will, I will do it for the rest of my life until I'm dead, to be honest with you, because this is what I love to do. I love advocating. I love helping others. That's why I went into the medical field to help other people. And that's why these conversations, like I continue to say, are so important for us to have. You know, we have to talk about it. Even when it's tough, even when it's like, damn it, I don't want to have this conversation. You have to do it, guys. You just have to. You know, it's so, like I said, dealing with pain patients. I do a lot of my patients come in, they're depressed, they're sad, they have anxiety, they have bipolar disorder. I had a patient the other day, I felt so bad for her. She's a lesbian patient, and I'm not being you know, homophobic, nothing, because I love everybody. I don't care if you're gay, straight, white, black, whatever. I'm far from being anything, but I just had to put that out there because I'm getting ready to tell you a story. She's a lesbian, really sweet lady. She comes in every week, always says, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, has the best manners. In halftime, I'm just like, whoa, she has the best manners, respectable to everybody. Now she leaves our office and she goes to the pharmacy. She calls, I I pick up the phone and it's her. And she was very angry on the phone. Because the, she, she she told us that when she went to the pharmacy, some man in the parking lot was belittling her, belittling her, calling her out of her name because she was a lesbian, which I thought was so ignorant. And she was just, she 
she hung up the phone and said, I'm having a bad day. Hung up in my coworker's face. She called back. I picked up. And she was bawling her eyes out crying. And I said, you know what? I said, Miss Such and Such, because I'm not going to say names, can't break HIPAA. But I said, I said, it's going to be, I'll just do a fake name. I said, Miss Anderson. That's not really her name, but we're going to do that for, just for the store. So I said, Miss Anderson, it's going to be okay. I said, it's okay. I said, everyone has bad days. I said, I'm not judging you. I said, it's okay. We understand. I said, don't cry. I said, we have bad days. That person in the parking lot got you upset and you took it out on us. And that's okay because it happens. She was so apologetic and very sweet about it. And it just, and I also found out, you know, like I said, she's bipolar. So she was dealing with things. But I was glad she could talk to me. I was glad she could open up a little bit. But what made me so angry was the fact that why are these people bullying her for being a lesbian? I thought that was the stupidest thing in the world. And it just shows how ignorant the world is. It's just ignorance, pure ignorance. You're bullying somebody with a mental illness, and that's what pisses me off. Why do people do that? I don't get it. Whether you, it's half the time people that bully people with mental illness, they know they have a mental illness half the time. So leave that person the hell alone. Don't pick at them, leave them alone. I've never understood that in my life why people think bullying. And this is crazy because nowadays it's like grown adults are bullying people. It's like you're a grown-ass adult. Get yourself together. I expect it from kids because they don't know better, but adults, it's, it's ridiculous. It just really made me mad that she called crying upset because someone was bullying her in a, in a parking lot. And it's just, it's ridiculous. It really is. But the thing is, if me and her hadn't had that conversation and we hadn't talked and she hadn't been open with me, I would never knew any of this. But it made me feel good because she felt like she could speak to me and talk to me. And that's why, I, I, like I said, it's all about having that open conversation. And I said, the more we talk about it, I'm hoping in the future people will stop the bullying and attacking people with mental illness so badly and just not thinking about it, you know. And, and, and like I said, even if you're upset with somebody... Attacking people with mental illness is not going to help the situation any. It's not changing their mental illness. It's still going to have it. All it's going to do is make you more you look more stupid because you're attacking somebody that really has no control over the things that are going on with them. Like I said, medication can only do so much for us with mental illness. It doesn't do everything. It's not going to fix everything. And I just feel like, like I said, we have to keep having these conversations. It's so important. And I just want anyone out there, if you feel like you need help or anything, please go get the help that you need. Go get the help. Go talk to a therapist. Do what you have to do, but start that conversation. Don't, don't not start the conversation because we need to keep talking about it. If you're someone out there and you don't have a mental illness and you're listening to my podcast, which I appreciate so much because I always love the support, just learn different ways to approach family members that have mental illness. Approach them in a different way. Don't approach them in an aggressive, rude way. Approach them in a calm, nice manner because a lot of times, like I said, we get defensive. We put that wall up. You coming at us all rah-rah and yelling and screaming and acting crazy towards us, we're going to start doing the same thing back to you because that defense mode kicks in. But if you come with us and you're sweet and you're nice about your approach, then we're more open to talk about mental illness with you. We're more open to tell you what's going on with our bodies or whatever. It's not going to be this back and forth. But we do have to learn how to talk to each other in this world. We really do. And I really think, of course, the the thing is, the world is never going to change, guys. The world is going to be what it is. There are always going to be nice people, and there's going to be mean people, and there's going to be people that have the in-between, mean sometimes, nice to other. And we can't change people. The only thing we can do is change ourselves. We cannot change the world and, and what people in this world choose to do. The only thing we can do is change ourselves and how we interact with these people and with people in the world. That's all we can do. And, you know, we can't allow other people's feelings or emotions to get us down. You know, that's all we can do. Have you ever heard that saying, I think, by RuPaul? He said that, 
It's nobody's business what people think about me. And in a sense, that's kind of true because you can't worry about what the next person is going to think about you. It's like kind of like who cares? If you worry about what everybody in this world is thinking about you, you wouldn't do nothing with your life because your whole day will be spent with, I wonder what Johnny thinks. I wonder what Shannon thinks. I wonder what um, Darion thinks. I wonder what, what Johnny or thinks again. And you, your whole day will be consumed with what everybody thinks about you. I was watching Top Model one day and Tyra Banks had made a comment and she said, you know what? A girl on there, I can't think of her name right now. She was doing all these poses on the trampoline. And everyone in the in judging room was talking, no, you need to pose different, pose this way, pose that way. And so she got into the, you know, doing the video shoot or the little photo shoot. And she did all, the, everything everybody else told her to do. And she did nothing that she wanted to do herself. So I remember Jay Manuel was like, well, you can't always listen to what everybody tells you to do. Because then when you listen to what everybody else tells you to do, you end up with nothing to do. So basically she did everything they wanted her to do. But then she lost herself in the process because she did nothing that she really wanted to do. And they were looking for her to still, at the same time, take criticism, but still keep a little bit of her in there. And she couldn't do that in that photo shoot. So ultimately her photo wasn't, wasn't a favorite because she couldn't pull through. So in this world, it's kind of like you can't do what everybody else wants you to do. You have to do what makes you happy. Because if you do what everybody else wants you to do, you add, excuse me, my language. I'm going to just say your ass. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm being bad. No cursing. I'm sorry. I try not to curse on this podcast, but sometimes I slip up. But you will end up with nothing to do. So we have to learn that at the end of the day, we're not going to please everybody. It's just not going to happen. And that's okay. It's mostly about us being happy, us pleasing ourselves. You don't have to please everybody else. As long as we are happy, that's all that truly, truly, truly matters, guys. We always have to remember that. Um, and it, it, you always have to remain happy. You always have to remain pulled together. That's really the most important thing. Um, that truly is the most important thing. Just starting that conversation, doing what makes you happy, and not worrying about what everybody in the world is thinking of you. Because like I will continue to say, they don't like themselves anyway, so they're just trying to make you not like yourself either. They see that confidence radiating off you, and they don't like it. They want you to feel miserable and be sad just like them, and we cannot allow that to happen. We cannot allow somebody to pull us that deep into the way they feel. We have to keep pushing, and we have to be happy. Um, I think that's what the most important thing that we always have to remember as every as human beings that we just have to keep pushing, keep pushing and keep pushing. And remember, just try to start that conversation. If you just approaching somebody with mental illness, approach them in a certain way, have the conversation. And nine times out of ten, I promise you, it's probably going to go well, depending on your approach. It'll go well. And you will see that that person is going to want to be open and talk to you about it. But we have to keep having these conversations, as I will say every day. You got to have, you got to break that stigma. We got to talk about the things that are not always so comfortable. A lot of things in life make us so uncomfortable. But we, but we still have to have that conversation. Whether we're uncomfortable or not, we have to talk about it. And we have to make sure that it gets better. And all we can do is just, it starts with us, really. So again, guys, thank you so much for tuning into my podcast episode. This is a beautiful, beautiful Wednesday evening.